Hello everyone and welcome back to Excelsior Season 2. This is Episode 3, we're going to be talking about Black Widow. It's been a minute since the movie came out, but, you know, we're still going to talk about it, give our thoughts, because it's an important part of the MCU. So, I'm not your usual host, I'm not Jordan Mossberger, <laughs> I'm Jaden Picciarillo, and I'm going to be hosting this episode, and I am here with Editor Ethan. Yeah, glad to be here, glad to be back. And new member of the Excelsior yes. Podcast, Amanda Ween. How does Hi, it feel to be here? I am yeah. so excited to be here. I love the MCU, and I did like Black Widow a lot, so. Yeah, it's a pretty historic podcast. Yeah, we're glad to have Amanda on, and I, although it's just three of us, I'm pretty excited to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, just want to start off with our initial thoughts on the movie. So, uh, Ethan, how about you go yeah, first? Yeah, I, I can go. Um, I wasn't expecting too much from this movie just because of, like, it seemed like one of those, like, smaller movies that, like, wasn't dealing with, like, a galactic threat. I was actually really entertained by the plot, like, the ideas that they went with. I think Black... Widow obviously kills it. Um, there was, I'll get into this later, but the felt a little jokey to me, a little too comedic for a movie that I think dealt with some pretty serious stuff, which is a little disappointing, and I think that's going to lower my overall grade, but beside that, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I know that was like a common uh, yeah, that was my big thing amongst fans. Like, they were expecting a super serious movie, but yeah, well, I'll obviously talk about that. How about you, Amanda? Yeah, I agree with Ethan. It was very comedic, more so than I was anticipating. Um, Yelena was really, really funny, and Scarlet, and, I mean, Black Widow, and her, you know, had a bunch of jokes going off of each other. Um, I was initially super excited for this movie because it was, even though there was Captain Marvel, um, this was, Black Widow is one of the original six, so it was pretty exciting to go into that, and I thought that um, it was pretty awesome. I do agree with Ethan, it was a little bit too comedic for me. I also do think that the villain Taskmaster could have been, you know, done a little bit better, in my opinion. Jaden? Well, yeah, I mean, basically everything you guys said, I mean, you guys kind of hit the head of the nail with your uh, shortened reviews, but I enjoyed it, although, like, it could have been better, and story-wise, it could have taken different turns, And but I feel like it truly, like, resounded uh, in the end, like, what Black Widow's essence and her influence in the MCU was. I mean, it, it told her story of, like, post-Civil War, and actually, before the movie came out, I thought it was going to be, like, I don't know, pre-Avengers. But seeing this, like, oh, Black Widow on the run as, as well, former Avenger, and seeing how she lives on her own, like, solo, how she used to be. Like, yeah. this rogue super spy and stuff <laughs> like that. But, yeah, uh, first, let's just get into, you know, the characters, the actors, and their individual performances and how they uh, put together this amazing movie. I mean, I'll say amazing subjectively because, you know, I liked it personally. <laughs> no, I'm speaking from the eye perspective. No, 100%. From, yeah. Okay, so I'm going I'm to start us off. Obviously, Scarlett Johansson brings it every time. We've talked about characters in the MCU who bring it all every time. We talked about, like, Loki. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston's, like, an amazing actor every so. time. There's, like, act actors and actresses who we know are going to bring it, right? And Scarlett Johansson is one of them. My favorite character was Red Guardian. Mm. And it wasn't it wasn't particularly close, if I'm being completely honest. And I know like and Oh my god. I love Florence Pugh. Like, Florence, Florence, oh Florence Pugh god. was amazing. Florence Pugh was a divine force. It's, in not, the movie. it's not that other people in the movie did poorly in their acting roles. I, I think 
I just think David Harbour was just... He was so good. So freaking funny in this. He was hilarious. Like, oh my... Like, he was he was so funny. And that was... And we'll get into the comedic stuff again, like, later. But I felt like that was all the comedi- yeah. comedy I needed in the movie. And his just... His, like, father relationship yeah. with these two, like... Like, it's with Florence voice. and Scarlett Johansson, who are, like, they're not, not really a family, but there is... I think he played that, like, dad role, like, perfectly. And it actually, and you know, at the end, it was actually pretty sentimental. Like his, what happened with him yeah. as Red Guardian. Like he wasn't used in the Captain America role. He mm-hmm. stayed in like that, like actor role for the Soviet Union, right? And they didn't have those like epic fights with Captain America. So I thought he was, I thought he was hilarious. But you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Florence I loved Pugh. Florence Pugh. I'm just a big Florence Pugh fan outside of the MCU. <laughs> no, I get that. To I be get honest, that. totally, hundred percent. Um, but I thought her character Yelena was really awesome i thought she was hilarious for one she was super sarcastic 100%. um i think that we got to see from yelena a lot of information about the red room that we didn't get to see initially like we got to see you know Scarlet's side of it um with her graduation ceremony and a bit from age of ultron when yeah. you got to see the dreams and stuff but this was more you got to see the impact on not only Scarlet or not only Elena, but all of the girls who were in the Red Room and how more so they're controlled. And I thought that was so interesting to understand. Um, I also loved, I forget her name, but the mom. Um, Rachel Wise? Rachel. Yeah, yeah Rachel she Wise. was so good, too. She was Melena. <laughs> yeah, Melena. I liked her. I liked the, when the girls came over to their house. And they were, oh um, yeah, that was just so intense. That just hold, the whole, that, like, I just think, like, I think she was sarcastic and funny, but the way she played the, like, younger sister yeah. role, too, I just think they, I think they killed Still, the family, so the family dynamic. I think they, like, honestly I think they worked the together dynamic. so well. Okay, surprise addition to the podcast. We have another new member here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Tamia. Yeah, if you want to give any opening thoughts about the movie, just like a okay. brief thing. I watched it with my dad because, like, we're like the biggest Marvel fans in my house. Everyone else thinks it's like, but I really loved it. I think it's I loved it so much because ever since I was like really little, like I've been watching them. Like my father used to take me to them, like from as from as, from since I could watch. Um, so I've just been enthralled in Marvel all fifteen years of my life. Um, and I've been waiting for uh, a Black Widow movie. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. when That's I was really saying. little, I was like, how do we have the Hulk movie? Not to say it's a bad movie. <laughs> 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 it's perfect. It's <laughs> perfect. How do we have exactly a Hulk movie? Well. Like, little seven-year-old me just like, how do we have a Hulk movie, but not a Black Widow movie? And she's like a quintessential character, especially in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I feel about the movie. I yeah. feel like it was the most... It was like an amazing like. It's setup. made for the it was, girls. You know? Yeah, no. like it's made for the female gaze. Yeah. Exactly. Which is so different from what we've seen in the MCU before. And like speaking on behalf of me, to me, I'm saying that you know Captain Marvel was there. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't, what we wanted. It wasn't, it wasn't what I expected. I will say Captain Marvel was a great movie, but when I watched it, <laughs> when I, I watched it, I... <laughs> I would just flat out disagree. I don't think Captain Marvel was a great movie. But it's just, so I'm trying to be diplomatic here, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. No. That's what we're all about. That's what we're trying to do. We're all about diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like, we're not diplomatic on this podcast. You can, you can throw your hot takes Okay, <laughs> I did not like Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm but, glad we're all there. So, like, it wasn't what I expected, which is why when it came out, I was like, how did we get Captain Marvel before we got Black Widow? That, in my opinion, it kind of, like, hurt my yeah. heart a little. So, like, I just, I really enjoyed the movie, and I watched it, and I was like, I had a blast. 
Yeah. Like, I so we were cried. just we were opening with the actor like the acting. So do you have any like highlights about your yeah, favorite acting? characters yeah, or anything favorite like characters that? Like that. Favorite characters. I would have to say I can't remember his name. So bad with names. David Harbour. That's yeah. what I was. That's what I he said too. Killed he killed his it. role. Like he played <laughs> a very like um, aggressive Russian, like stuck in his past, yeah, play, like 100%. A, like a character. Like I didn't see it coming when I saw like the castle stuff originally. I was like, wow. I would have never expected. Cause doesn't he play Hopper um, in yeah. Stranger Things? So he's he kills a great. That role too. Yeah, he's a great he actor. Yeah. And I think um, yeah. something about him being a dad. Really, like it's—he's a great. We father. love David Harbor yeah. in, in dad role. Yeah, yeah, no. So, like, just so you know, like that's literally what we've been talking about. <laughs> when you came in, so you're totally repeating it. Everything. I mean, I agree with you guys on David Harbor being like amazing, but I mean, Florence Pugh, she killed. Me. Oh, she was she so good. I gotta go with Amanda on this one. I love but I'm not her. saying that David Harbor is wasn't amazing. And, and obviously, and so Scarlett Johansson. Killed obviously, Scarlett. But obviously, that's what we expect. That's a given. We expect from Scarlett and she's all, she's been with this character for so long, and she obviously knows the ins and out of Black Widow. And I feel like we just expect her to kill it, and she did again, yeah. once that again. And just... hopefully, you know, it wasn't for the final time. Although it looks like. Oh, it... stop! Like what if? No, it's literally not even a what-if situation. It's like a lawsuit situation. Like, there's no way yeah. she's coming back to the MCU. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. It's but you know what we can look forward to? Elizabeth Olsen and Doctor Strange 2 <laughs> as Wanda. Because yes. that... Yeah, sorry. I'm really excited <laughs> for that. But with Florence Pugh, I thought her acting was really good because in the parts where it was more family, like in the beginning where yeah. they were at um, Melena's house, she was able to get really emotional with um, her dad when she was talking about like how yeah. their relationship meant something to her and I thought her acting there was just really like the scene in the bedroom yeah, yeah. yeah I, know. I feel like yeah, something that, got really deep, really that was fast. really different between uh, ScarJo and Florence's performances that obviously as characters Black Widow and Yelena have have they've been on separate paths for a long time yeah. and uh, Natasha she escaped the the red room a long time ago long way before Yelena did and she's been able to cope with being able to feel again. Mm -hmm. But this is all new for Yelena. Completely, like she, yeah. it's She was just, like, released from this, like... Like, we uh, saw it. Yeah, we yeah. saw it happen yeah. in yeah. the movie. And now she's being hit with so many emotions at once, and it's just been so long since she's just been able to feel, be human. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like... I feel like it was done on purpose that uh, Florence Pugh had so many more like clearly emotional sequences and and scenes, and I just feel like that was am amazing on the part of both Florence and the director. Yeah. So I feel like that's what made her stand out so much in that she was able to in this like comedy. I th I feel like it's a comedy movie. It's it. Yeah. That's no, how get, so let let's get into. I think we should get into yeah. that right now. Like if we just take a step back for a second, the Red Room. Is one of the most messed up things. Oh, in the MCU. oh, yeah. yes. oh so it's one of the most messed up things in the MCU, and we only got. And Amanda was talking about yeah. that. We only got a hint of this until now in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, we we did only get a hint of this in Age of Ultron because you know when Wanda was doing all of her witchy yeah. stuff, exactly, <laughs> she showed yeah. Natasha's um, nightmare, and it did not look great. To yeah, yeah so, it looked but, terrifying. So, like, like I, I saw that in Age of Ultron, and I was expecting a really serious movie. 
Like because yeah, it's a, and I was excited yeah, for that it was, too. It was a really because it's a really messed up thing, and then you see in that bedroom scene, exactly. which is arguably my be- my favorite scene in the yeah, entire movie, yeah. you see no. Florence Pugh kill it in that role Literally. because she's like basically in tears, and you see this like, and you see um, sorry, like David, David, David Harbour like as the Red Guardian like comfort her in that, <laughs> in that dad world like and they killed that family dynamic and the family dynamic was funny but it was also like got to those points they could serious like points. switch together yeah. they seemed like yeah the one yeah, thing I didn't like is that so he was used like a gag character for most of the movie just, but at yeah. the end he finally got able, he was able to I don't know temporarily solve his self esteem issues and I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wish I wish it had been a serious movie yeah like, I do too I, I, I was yeah. expecting more of like a 007 type films like those I, I feel like the vibe from Daniel Craig's like 007 exactly. movies yeah. are perfect and it's what we needed in this movie like, exactly and those movies are like, he has funny good. moments I was right? expecting to cry like when I sat exactly. down and watched it I was like okay but let I me get mentally prepared, yeah, prepared to cry and 100%. then I sat there and I felt myself chuckling and I'm like why am I chuckling <laughs> like, these like, people are talking about the, yeah they're brainwashing children and they're like sterilizing children and like they're taking children from their parents and creating I, like <laughs> I'm sorry. so much I think that yeah I agree like when they were in the helicopter and Yelena was talking about like how they literally removed her reproductive organs I was like why is this a joke why, why is this I funny like, it's, is, n- it's not funny it's it, just not like, it, it touched on such like serious points of like your like family and like 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 childhood and things but it I think was, I know why it was funny I'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> no, go. I think I know why it was funny it's because issues like these are so serious to talk about that I feel like you don't know how to talk about them so Without, instead like, of laughing, yeah, yeah. Like, so instead of them. making a super duper serious movie about the Red Room and about how sterilization is awful and these girls have to go through this they're gonna be like you know what let's just make a little bit of a gag joke yeah. and everyone and it's can like laugh a, and it. it's like kids it's like Marvel's for kids right yeah like, I, I think part that. of the problem is that yeah. Marvel's owned by Disney and yeah. Disney's catering to kids yeah. right no 100% yeah. and like that sells and like they did well at the but, box office right yeah. but like but we, we talked about this for listeners who would listen to the Loki podcast. Me and Caldwell have been talking about this actually a little bit. And if you haven't listened to the Loki podcast episode yet, it's yeah, out now on Spotify, on multiple and platforms. And Apple Music. And Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, a little plug. Yeah, a <laughs> little, really little, little plug. You should, Thank you. See? See? <laughs> Smash that like button. Yeah. Pound that subscribe button. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> no, but in all... We just made a joke. In all seriousness, me and Caldwell have been talking about this where... Disney takes these super, super serious moments and, and undercuts them with a comedy yeah. that they don't need to do. Like, there's so much tra- Yeah, and there's yeah. so much trauma filled in, like, un- in the underlying yeah. of a lot of these scenes, and you're, like, like having an emotional moment, and then it's, like, a joke. Or, like, yeah. something that you're, like, oh, that that d- that wasn't as serious as you thought it would have yeah. been. Yeah. And you kind of, like, it, it, like, sometimes I take back, like, I, like, take a moment and I step back and I'm, like, like, there has to be an intentional reason why they did this, but do I necessarily agree with it? No, but will I continue to watch movies? I think yeah. that with Black Widow in specific, just, like, they could have done a lot with it. They had the potential oh my, like, to oh. do so much, and they had the money, they had the resources. Like, the scenes they in Age of Ultron make you stop. So, like, those scenes yeah. in her... In the like, record. in Age of Ultron, the scenes are scary. Yeah, they like, messed, they, like, up. Like, messed they, me up. I was, exactly. like, watching them, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is so scary. Yeah. But then you get to Black Widow, and it's like, oh, okay, there are a bunch of girls who are, like, yeah. brainwashed, doing, like... I just Martial think, arts moves. And then the Taskmaster thing. And we'll, we'll oh talk about God. how they, like, kind of messed it up a little bit. Not but, kind of. Completely. <laughs> they messed, right? But 
that's also so screwed up. Yeah. yeah. Like, Black Widow bombed the building yeah. with the daughter in it. And we're like... And then and the daughter... She doesn't even, like, like, have any... I feel like they messed it up because they didn't give her enough character. Like, yes, they gave her no her character. They kind of just, like... But they just literally... There. She took off her mask and she was like, oh, oh like, I'm here. Like, I'm the daughter of the... Yeah. Doesn't even speak. And then, <laughs> you know, Natasha's trying to talk to her. She's all like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for hurting you. The girl's sitting there like, uh... Like, no reaction. I do want to say that the conversation between Natasha and the big boss guy. Okay. Eh, it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. One thing I will say, so smart with the nose. The nose with thing? the broken that yeah. was I, so I, I like that part. That's the one part That's I will say that I really like. I think that whole scene I just could have like, done so much. Obviously it we can move so on, but it's just like we don't want to talk about this the whole podcast, but just oh it could have been more serious and it's disappointing. And I think the reason why is because you look at movies movies like Guardians in the Galaxy and okay, like so funny. Thor but that's, Ragnarok, that's a, but that's, that's different. A movie that does comedy well, right? Yeah. No, but they're supposed to, to be, be funny, funny. Yeah. right? And they have serious moments in those. Like, for example, yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy two, when he finds oh, out yeah. that Ego killed his mom. Oh, so intense! Like, it's like one of the most serious scenes so and one serious. of the most like best scenes, right? And you need that, and there wasn't enough of that, and it shouldn't have been a comedy to begin with, right? Yeah. Like, it should have been serious to begin they with. They have the yeah. opportunity, but they see success in these comedies because yeah. they look at like. Thor, or like Thor the Dark Thor. World, oh, no, which no, are no. serious yeah. movies that didn't do well, and so like you make Thor a comedy, which did so well. So well. one of the so best, fine. one of the best. So but that movie, that that can be a funny, funny thing. But like, <laughs> you just need it needed to be more serious for me. And I feel like it falls within like the director's like creative space, like yeah. what they can do and how much range that they have. Like the fact that I don't even remember the director to this movie's name, but it's, it's just like it's clear that they didn't fulfill its potential in, in what they were given like when you're when you're directing uh, a MCU film you have all the resources oh my god you, need. you have everything you have you everything want. that you need to tell an amazing story but honestly it just Kate Shortland. It, yeah <laughs> it just fell uh, short yeah I wanna I, let me just say Black Widow was there a lot of hype surrounding it yes was there a lot to live up to absolutely it was a high bar it was a high bar would I want to direct a movie like this? Absolutely not. That would be way too much pressure <laughs> for me. But, I don't know. We keep going back to this point of comedic versus serious. And I think it's more just about the acting could have gone a lot deeper. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of shallow. And that's why Florence Pugh did so well in her role. Because for some of her stuff, it was really just, you know, mediocre, like, chill. It was like, easy breezy. It was easy breezy, okay? But then she was able to get down and dirty for that <laughs> one specific scene that she had to, and the audience was able to see that. We've seen it before with Scarlet in... Okay. In Age of Ultron again with um, Bruce Banner. It got intense between them super sometimes, serious. you know? It gets intense. We've also know. seen it in Endgame, Infinity exactly. War. Exactly, yes, yeah. Infinity War. Even in the what if, what if season finale, we won't talk about what yeah. if, but like... I didn't empathize with the villain whatsoever. At all. No. You and can't I empathize. I but, feel like... No, 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 but... No, but, like... Usually you do. No, that's, I feel like, like I, I can myself... In Ultron, I could empathize with Ultron. I, was, I, I empathize like, with Loki. I empathize with No, but Ultron. it's not It's not even, like, empathy. It's just, like, seeing it from your perspective. empathize with the robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you understand... Like he had, like... He, no, you understand why... Where he's coming from. You understand why he's doing what he's doing. Like, the Red Room... Like, there... I guess... 
to them there's a purpose, but I'm never going to be able to see their side and why they think that this was necessary. Yeah. It's just not that deep of a villain. No, Even Thanos, I was able to be like, hmm, no, okay. You, you get why. I still get to understand. You know, you get to see the thing the with the yeah, and you get to you see, see the, the backstory where he goes to the planet. Like You didn't you get don't, to see any of this. You don't understand why, is, why he's doing it. He's just well, like for this, I guess you can say, oh, she's attacking because she bombed her. Well, okay. Like everyone else has a huge bit of. With like almost a, every single Marvel villain, you you get to see you more. get to see the the moral struggle in their head. Yeah, it's yeah. not but obvious. it's not it's not here at all. <laughs> and, and I feel like I feel like the fight like between them was weird. Know. You know, it was like where was it? It was like in the air. They were like fighting in the <laughs> air when she was falling. Like okay, mid, it was mid air. It was falling. It was down. just awkward. It was you very know? awkward. She deserved was, like Natasha deserved a way better fight. Like with a really like world-class villain okay like she deserved to like go so head to head with like some crazy crazy guy she has, she has so many skills that like i know you but think she's about also like no offense to her and i hate to say it truly i do hate to say that she is one of the weaker ones well, unfortunately like you know yes just like hawkeye love him to death <laughs> should he have died oh, <laughs> i don't know we won't start that right now that's hot <laughs> that's a I have strong opinions on that. I have very strong feelings on that. But I think that, you know, she deserves some crazy fight because she's, you know, she's been here since the beginning, guys. Like, and then in Infinity War, she was, yeah. And in Infinity War, she was, you know, she was struggling. She was not doing great in Infinity War. She was alone. Not really. The hair went blonde. The hair went blonde. blonde, You know. It was a midlife crisis. Exactly, it was a midlife crisis, you know. She changed her mind up a bit. I think that she did not get what she was deserved. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think, think, and it's sad that they botched. Oh, and now, you know, she can't come back to the MCU. Yeah, no. For unrelated reasons. Her money is, Yeah. Screwed. Yeah. Now, we talked about how, and I think maybe this is the next thing we should get into, just talking about, like, the role as, like, a female lead in Mm -hmm. a movie. Um... I think they've botched both of them a little mm. bit, which is really disappointing, um, especially Black Widow. Because I, agree. I, and if we ever do like another DC one, I'll just say like off the bat, like Superman's my least favorite superhero. I think he's like way too overpowered. Me too. I think the I whole thing's I'm not, not compelling at all. Right? Do anything with I don't think it's like that compelling. I, I don't like Superman just to begin with. And I think Captain Marvel runs into that role. I so agree. I think yeah. I think it would have been hard for me to like Captain Marvel, the movie, um, to begin with. I don't love how they use Captain Marvel in the MCU, but that's like another thing, right? We were, we were talking about that before the podcast. But then they could have killed this Black Widow movie, and I don't know. It, like, it was just like, it's disappointing how they they used her a little bit. It's just like, it's sad that like in a movie with a female lead, they decide to make it a comedy. Yeah, because yeah. it makes it feel like and it shouldn't be serious. Yeah, it's, it's like not serious. Like it's the like, tone of Iron Man 1. Oh, it's so serious. Exactly. It's the same thing with they, what they did with like Wonder Woman. In yeah. The non, the like. In the, the Josh jo- Whedon. Yeah, the Josh mm-hmm. Whedon yeah. version of Justice League. And there's some of those shots that are like really like a little like disturbing it just feels you know, like you know the shots i'm talking about yeah i, I feel like it's disrespectful it's to Wonder Woman as a character and also to gal gadot yeah like exactly. she put yeah. in the work but she was she put in the work to to make something great but she was and just be a used, serious yeah, character she was like, just yeah. used as this object this object of the of the male gaze and it was yeah. really disrespectful that's what i, I think mean. that happened a little bit in black Widow as well. yeah i agree that's what i mean when i said it was the first movie that was primarily created for the female gaze because you know 
I got some girl girlfriends who are interested in MCU, but I have more guy friends who are interested in the MCU, yeah. and I feel like it was difficult for us, the girls, to love Black Widow because, you know, I'm a big Thor Ragnarok fan. <laughs> I think that it is by far my favorite Thor movie. I think it's the funniest. I think it's arguably one of the just the best. Yeah, MCU I agree. Yeah. Honestly, I also loved Stay Guardians tuned of for the, the Galaxy. Um, MCU ranking Christmas yes, special. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna do oh a gosh, holiday please, special. Holiday please. special. Please. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that. I actually okay. Have a list on my phone. <laughs> 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 I mean, like. Five hours special, it's going to be great. Okay, um, anyway, sorry, not to interrupt. Okay, five hours, you're pushing it, buddy. <laughs> but, you know, they did. Co- they can do comedy great, but they can do comedy because those specific movies are, you know, taken seriously. Like, Thor's taken very seriously. God of Thunder, you know, you walk into that movie, you don't really know what you're going to expect, but you're going to like it. With Black Widow, you get the tone of Assassin. We've gotten that from Captain America, um, The Winter Soldier. We've been able to see her take a more serious role. Yeah. And we've seen her be funny, too. And she's funny. Like, she is really funny. But the problem is, uh, instead of being for the female gaze and empowering women, kind of made us joke a little bit. Yeah. Not even going to lie. Kind of messed up. And it sucks because, you know, we didn't want that. <laughs> we wanted, we like, this want crazy that. And it wasn't that, and it was, like, and you ha- like, it wasn't that hard to not do no, that. No, you no, know, like, no. they set it, it up really well. Like, they had to hard. screw it up. You I know? feel like. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I feel like. They could have done so much more, especially being that, like, as you said, she's not, yeah. like, like I love her, but she tends to be, like, the like more on the weaker side because she yeah. doesn't have, like, a big power. So they had that chance and she, to, like, give her emotional power. Yeah. But like I felt like I was gonna we say took that. away a she lot of her emotional room. power and her seriousness for, like, this movie that, like, we could have kept in order to boost her character and boost the movie because it was more... And it was like, a female director, too. Yeah, yeah which is so, the worst part. Like, if it was like a male director, you can justify that. Like, like, oh, it's a Josh man. Josh Whedon. Like, like, just, like Josh Whedon Exactly. But the problem is, you know, it's a female director. That's literally being like, oh, this is how I see women. This is how I want it to be seen. It's disappointing because as little girls are looking up to this everywhere... They're seeing some funny Black Widow movie. And, yeah, you can say that Black Widow, you know, justifies women in the sense that, you know, there were all the girls in the Red Room. And they were, you know, in a sense, helping them out. But they could have done ten times more. They could have made, like, this whole women's thing, like, Women's March or, like, something, you know, like, something actually happening in the world. And they could have shown that in the movie. And they, you know, strayed away from it. They had a lot of opportunity to show how awesome because you know there are a lot of girls who do watch the mcu yeah. like so many girls who watch the mcu and that could have been an amazing opportunity oh to get a huge more girls. opportunity yeah because more they wanted you know they wanted it to more money more girls <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> money. Honestly, exactly. like, they wanted more girls to watch captain marvel but the thing with captain marvel is it's absolutely so unrelated no, <laughs> just so absolutely no yeah. girl is going to relate, relate to that to movie but with black Widow, yes. absolutely can relate to it i think they astronomically messed it up though <laughs> and i feel like this relates to what path is the MCU going to take when it comes to better that's representation? A, oh, let's yeah. Kind of, yeah, I that's, was going to say, I also, another thing is, like, this is one of the last movies concerning, like, the original MCU cast. Unfortunately. And the, unfortunately, so like, it sad. makes me so sad, especially to see the way the movie was executed. Like, they could have done so much more, and I, like, really wanted so, so much more, especially being, like, this movie was a long, a long, long time in the waiting. I waited years so on long. years on years. And for it to be, like, one of the final movies, like, concerning, like, characters that, like, yeah, basically raised me. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just, it kind of, like, it hurt a little bit. I was just, like... So, yeah, Jaden, you were getting to, like, plot-wise, how does this yeah. tie into the... How does this affect not only the the representation aspect of uh, Marvel characters, but also 
how does this affect the entire MCU as a whole? Like, obviously, with that end credit scene, it was Can heavy. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah no, go ahead. Okay. The end credit scene was awesome, in my opinion. I thought it set up for something really fun. I think that was an exciting part of the movie. Um, it gave Elena, you know, a lot of power, I guess, honestly. It gives her, like, an opportunity to really, like, see what happens. Because I forget what her name is. What's her name? Oh, the, the, the woman. woman. Yeah. Madame Hydra? Yeah. Oh, yeah, her. Is her name Madame Hydra? I think so. She's the one yes. who talked to... Uh, we all yeah, know yeah it's Madame Hydra. Yeah, yeah we all know she's also known as Viper. Viper, Viper yeah. that's what it is. She talked to the Captain America type, look like what's his name? John uh, Walker? Yeah, John yeah. Walker and his wife. And I thought it was kind of fun to see her pop back up. I love when, like, you get to see people from different movies yeah. and it, like, makes it really fun. I think it's also really fun because mentioned Hawkeye, and that'll be really fun for Hawkeye's daughter. Because the fun thing now is that we're gonna get to see all the legacies. Like, um, oh, we're gonna get. Oh my God, yeah. Young I Avengers is gonna be so sick. I can't wait. I think so I think Elena is gonna be freaking awesome. What I'm that. glad about the end credit scene is the real problem with this movie, and I'm I'm glad they did it. But the problem is, is it's like. Like it's a time travel back movie, you know. Yeah, like, it's a like, prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel, right? Which is so sad because like Loki and Wandavision, you know, you got to see it yeah. real time and it made a lot. No, more sense. and so like the problem is it it's hard for this movie to set up later MCU movies mm-hmm. just because it already like we know what happens in the we know what happens next, right? We know like so like all of the it, and then and Jane, you were getting into this earlier in the podcast, but the idea of just the red room is something that's so so secretive that like. People in the MCU just don't know it, right? Like, so, like, and I think it's okay to play it off that way, honestly. Like, you can have the Red Room just be, like, people who interact with the Red Room know the Red Room, and, like, everyone else goes about their day. Because, like, people, it's so secretive. I agree with you. So secret that, like, only Black Widow knew about it, and, like, not all the other Avengers knew about it, right? And also... Why? I feel like Nick Fury should have been in here somewhere. Yeah, like, I agree. Okay, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. I totally agree with that because Nick and Scarlett, or Natasha, every other movie, so close. Absolutely yes. so close. There was that one thing where it was like... Um, some of oh my god, ones. yeah. Someone no, completely. Someone should have been back there. I admit, if it was Clint and we finally got to see how their friendship like started, you know, that would have been yeah. fun. That would have been so fun. We got to see Fury see soon. It's either going to be in Hawkeye or in, in Spider-Way, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, Spider-Man, that's where it's going to be, Spider-Man. Yeah. Be Absolutely. Because Nick Fury, last time we saw him, was end of WandaVision. Wow. Yeah, wait, yeah. WandaVision. A, End of WandaVision. When was he in WandaVision? It was the final episode. Um, okay, wait, can we... T- did you guys already have a WandaVision episode? Yeah, that was last oh season. Oh Tune in to season one of first, Excelsior. The first oh, episode. I, was I wasn't even editing that one. Uh, I loved WandaVision. But yeah, Nick Fury, he I was... Just, I, no he's in space. No, no, let me explain. Nick Fury's in space. <laughs> let me... Yes, he I, I love WandaVision because I thought it was fun. Something that we never got to see before. They did a totally different way. They got to go... Different like years and so okay, everyone is very much not involved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can't see the room, okay, maybe it's just because um, I'm obsessed with, with Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. I love Wanda. That is something I will say as a female character, she's my favorite. By oh, far. she kills it. No, by she, far, she kills yes. it every, every time. time. Every time. Let every me tell her, you why. Okay, another thing. Elizabeth Olsen. Thing is- oh my god! First of all, so pretty. <laughs> second of all, second of all, she's funny, but she also her acting is just out of this world. It's like. Insane. Completely out of this world. In WandaVision, you got to see her go funny and lighthearted and American. You got to see her go American. (laughs) Before, she was um, Sokovian. She was in Ultron, my favorite time to see her, actually, because, you know, she's got the whole 
scary vibes yeah, thing. Exactly. You know, when she, like, walks up to someone and she walks away and it's, like, all weird. It's the only time you get to see her like that and you get to see it again in WandaVision with Agnes fighting. But she's... She's a serious character. So, like, so like serious. All she's the taken, scenes, all the she's scenes taken she's very in. seriously. Like, in Ultron, she's... Ultron's like, oh, and you're gonna, like, mess them up, like, yeah, through exactly. their brain. Like, it's in and the like, trailer. The scene, she has to kill Vision. She has to kill her boy. Anyway. Oh, so intense. A, right? So she's a serious character. But um, tying back to, like, what we were originally <laughs> talking about with how this plays into other MCU uh, movies, it's hard to make this play into other movies just because of, like, how it's a prequel and, like, how it's this, like, secretive solo movie a little bit that's not meant to tie in. I'm glad though. Though I like thought the end credit scene, I thought it was honestly okay. I'm not too compelled yeah. about the whole Hawkeye story personally. I'm glad that Elena is not just going to be in this movie because I'm pretty I'm pretty certain that the Red Guardian isn't going to come up in other movies. And I think a lot of the characters in that movie are kind of like solo, like one this act. is it, one, yeah. one act. Maybe they got the Red Guardian in in one of them. Maybe not. Right? Like I don't know. Elena is going to be a part of the MCU, yeah. Yeah. which is awesome. And so that's, that's why I, I think that's really the only big takeaway from this movie, honestly. Because the Red Room didn't really have any, like much like outward effect on everything the MCU. that happened this in this movie stayed in in this, in this movie. movie. It's like yeah. Yeah. what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> that was Black Widow, except I mean, for except Elena, for, except for Elena. Like, and I think that's really the only thing you can take away from this movie, which is a little sad. Yeah, um, which is unfortunate. You wish you had the Black Widow movie a little earlier. They could have just done this movie, but just like before, <laughs> before. Infinity War or yeah. whatever. Wherever it's placed in the timeline, they could have just like done it then and it would have yep. been cool. And like they yeah. could have pushed Infinity they could have pushed Infinity War before this movie, honestly. No, but yeah, it's just it's 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 a little disappointing. Um I agree. So do we want to give final scores? Uh All right. Yeah, we can we can tie back to final thoughts, I guess. Unless yeah. any other points we want to make before our final thoughts? I'm good. Okay, I'll start it off. Um, so I have been on two podcasts before this, Invincible and Loki. Mm. So I haven't actually gone to bash a movie or show so far, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Um, those both got above nines for me. Um, this, I, I'm just going to say it, I didn't like this movie. I know we started out, I started out kind of nice about it. I didn't like this movie. Pretty disappointed about this movie. So, um, I think I'm going to give it like a six. Oh, that is <laughs> no, low. I, six, no, 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 no. That is, that is low even for you. Six out of ten. Ethan, are you sure about this? Do you know what, what the implications are of giving something a six on the Excelsior podcast? I don't, I think that's the lowest grade ever. I think that's, it, it is. I think that's, but to think about it, is it, Better than WandaVision? Is it better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Is it better than Loki? Okay, wait, oh. you're being so harsh right now! I'm gonna be a little harsh, because I, I, I... Think of ScarJo, she's gonna listen to this. Yeah. Hey guys, Jared or Ethan. Um, I don't do this a lot, but while editing the podcast, I did want to add something here, to just to clarify a little bit. Um, Scarlett Johansson, if you are listening to this podcast right now, I love you. I am sorry for rating your movie so poorly. You are amazing. It was not your fault. Your acting was so good. And I hope you are in the MCU more. I know there's some contract disputes and stuff like that. And you probably won't be. But I hope that you continue to be in the MCU. You're amazing. I love you. Please don't hate me. It was not your fault that this movie wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, I blame the director, not you. You're amazing. That's all. Continue with the uh, podcast now. Okay, you know what? Let me... I mean, if you want to give it a, heart, yeah. if, if it's a six in your heart, it's okay. Yeah. 
I'm going to give it 6.5. Okay. 6.5. I'm going to give it a little boost because I really liked the acting. All right. Thought, actually, you know what? No, take that back. I'll give it a seven. <laughs> seven full boost. I, I, you know why? Because I think the acting, the actors were great. I think the family dynamic is one of the funniest things in all of Marvel. Yeah. I think it was great. I think you lose a point for the villain. I think you lose a point for the seriousness. Right. And then I think you just lose a point for the placement of the movie. And I think that gets me around a seven. Um, just to round out my thoughts, I think we've talked about this the entire podcast, but the whole like comedic thing was a big miss for me. I think they, they misused the villain, and I think they just misused the entire plot of the movie. If this movie had been basically a horror movie of Scarlett Johansson oh, getting been flashbacks, so or it could have been more about Florence Pugh, about her yeah. like, experience getting out of that. If that I feel was like more that's about that, what the legacy thing's going to be about, which is why I was excited yeah. that they put it like, like that. Like, she just got out of that trance, which is like, like, you can't even, and like, the whole reproductive thing, I think, I think they missed with this one. So, between seven and six... For me, um, I think some of the actors killed it individually, and that family dynamic was good. But beside that, I think it's six to seven. Honestly, honestly, yeah, I guess I, I right. probably stay at six point five. Really. What do you think, Demi? Okay, it pains me so much because oh. my childhood self had like such so, high hopes. Such high hopes. Yeah, yeah love, as a just girl, clear, just like as a girl. Just for, like, yes. I'm not a girl, <laughs> but no way. I love Black Widow. <laughs> like Black Widow's awesome. She, Even. I've always loved Black Widow. I love what she, they did with her in What If. I love that episode of What If with Black Widow. That's not this episode. I know, I know, I know. I'm not on that podcast. <laughs> I get it. Yourself. Totally, right? But um, I love Black Widow, and it's it's really irritating. So I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I no, agree. Um, seven-year-old me, like, super excited. Like, like just I the anticipation that I've been feeling forever about this movie. And then when they were the trailers and stuff, and I was like, yes, wow, great. Finally. And then I sat and I watched it for the first time and I was like, okay. And I watched it for the second time and I was like, okay. Two times. Yeah. I had to to sit and watch it again to like really understand and I was like, oh. I'm not going to give it a 6.5 because that that just hurt. That would hurt my heart. So I'm going to give it an 8. An 8? Yes. Wow. An 8. What about you, Amanda? What are your thoughts? Okay, you know what? Everyone's got some great opinions. I would like to say that this podcast has gone super successfully. I love this. But I got to go with the 7.5, and that's a little bit very nice for me. Like, mm. let me tell you, I'm with Ethan down, on this yeah. 6.5 train over here. Yeah, Honestly, you know what? 6.5. And I'm going to go, okay, like, really. But let me explain why. I got some reasons. I love Thor Ragnarok. That was pure comedy. Comedy innovation that excites. That's your reason for hating. Let me explain. Okay, you compare. You compare the two. You put them both in the comedy category, and you say, "Okay, all right, what do you want to watch?" You're gonna tell me that you want to watch Black Widow over Thor Ragnarok. That's hilarious. Never. That's hilarious. Sorry. Okay. Now you put you the acting. Like no. Oh my no, God. I, no, I Thor watch Ragnarok with oh, oh, every oh. time. Yeah. Okay. And that makes me sad <laughs> because Thor Ragnarok, easily the best horror movie. Should it be better than Black Widow? Absolutely no. not. I think it just might be a bottom five MCU movie. It, it might be, which is so disappointing. Because, do you know why that's harsh? Do you know why that's harsh, Ethan? Because you want to hope for more. You want to hope for no. more. That's what this post-credit scene gives you. You know, it right, gives you that. Following up on Ethan's anecdote Damn, there, Ethan. should, it be, should it be considered a top, uh, bottom, bottom five? five? Bottom five. I think, I think it's I a think bottom it five might. MCU movie. We'll follow up on that. Okay, on wait, the holiday me. special. On the holiday ranking special. the MCU movies. Massive plug. Go watch all of them. Is that actually going to happen? Yeah, we're doing it. Can I get on that? Can I get on that? It's not finalized, but yeah. We'll see. We'll make it happen. But anyways, my final thoughts on... 
on MCU's Black Widow starring Scarlett Johansson. I'm going to give it... I've been thinking about this for the past, like, hour. I'm going to give it an 8.2. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Highest grade. All right, dude. That's, that's the highest grade in this room, but this that's the lowest grade I've ever given something on the Excelsior podcast. Honestly, I feel like the, the standards were, were really high, and although they might have been a little bit too high, um, that they just didn't meet it. I mean, there's there's really not much you can do there. It's... Is there any reason for why you're an eight and not a six point five? Like, is there any reason like why you? Love because the I movie still enjoyed more? the movie. Yeah. Interesting. You know, I I, I still I yeah, was still engaged. Were... I wasn't bored at any moment in the, at <laughs> I was, any I moment. I would say I was bored. I will say like I will say, I the second bored. time I watched I it, I I, I, I like bored, man. The second so time I watched it, I like slept through the fight scene like Ooh. in the air because I was like okay. <laughs> let me just say <laughs> and, and I feel bad saying that because like the only MCU movie. MCU movie I've ever slept with Hulk, but that's because... Okay, like, Hulk sucks. <laughs> here we going to get into that All right, well, yeah. first off, I want to thank Amanda and Tamia for being here and joining the Excelsior podcast. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go yeah. This is the first podcast with a host not named Jordan Wasserberg, yeah. and the first Jordan. podcast to have a female on it. Yes, we got two females on it! Making history, yes. making history. And on Excelsior. a perfect... On, and on we were talking world, about female stuff. Look yeah. at that! Perfect. And last of all, I, I want to thank you guys, our listeners, and yes, this has been uh, season two, episode three of Excelsior, Black Widow. Thank you guys for listening, 